0: Right now,
1: it's time to. Take out the... Torture. Jams, motherfucker! Jails! Hello, and welcome to Torture Jams, the only music trivia podcast that asks you about the songs you love to hate and hate that you know. I'm your host, Ryan, here with me always with my co host, Katie. Hey! Our special guest today is Sarah May. That's me. This is her second time on the show. Uh, the first one is not being released because it was just a pilot. But at special request, we have created an entire episode specific to Sarah May's interest in drive through records.
0: Don't you feel special? Hopefully I won't suck. Oh, we'll see. I'm, I'm not going to be able to help you on this one. We already discussed this. So this it's is not my niche. It's all me in high school memory.
1: drive through records was a label... Two friends who were in high school at the time making a record label, and they uh, put it together to put out releases of the burgeoning second wave emo scene. It was eventually purchased by Warner Brothers? I don't know, no,
0: probably. No. That's, some major label. Hellcat. That's <laughs> right? more information than I know. I think
1: it was Columbia that bought Hellcat.
0: No, I think it was Warner.
1: Okay. I don't Who rem- bought
0: Epitaph?
1: I thought Epitaph bought Hellcat.
0: I think that they're under the same belief. i think it, i think both of them are under warner
1: okay uh drive Through was a re- uh, eventually purchased by a major label but in their early days they put out some of what would become the most iconic of the second wave emo uh that period of the probably 2001 to 2005. all right all right <laughs> Uh, I'd say them and Vagrant. Did you listen to a lot of Vagrant records? I did. Uh, what would you say are, since we're, I don't want to give away too much about the drive through because this will be exclusively drive through records bands, what were the Vagrant bands that you listened to? No,
0: we're not quizzing on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd say that my favorites were like Alkaline Trio, Saves the Day, uh, Hot Rod Circuit.
0: Mm-hmm. Any, any of those any of popular those... with you? Same. Yeah, yeah. Can he... You were an Alkaline Trio fan? No. No. I was not. Dude, honestly, it? they're a three-piece. It, it wasn't interesting. It's, they they aren't very interesting live, either, because of that.
1: See, I kind of agree, because, um, I mean, my first experience seeing them live was not live. I, I had the... um, It wasn't live in a dive. There was a, a series of live DVDs that were released, I think, by... It was like something karate, Karate Kid. um, Kung Fu Records? Kung Fu Records uh, that put out a collection of live (laughs) DVDs. And the Alkaline Trio one was then live on Halloween. And I definitely had that. And I thought it was badass.
0: I personally have to preface, I didn't really go through an emo phase. My older brother's four years older than me. And he hung out with people that were older than him. So like his music taste ended up being more of the neckbeard uh 90s emo and I got a lot of influence from that. I feel like he would have made fun of me if he, I listened to any of these bands. So the, my peers that were listening to all this stuff, I was definitely that asshole that was like you you're listening to this but you don't know who the germs are. Like I was I was such an asshole. <laughs> so, so yeah, cute was a child. Yeah, okay. I got to just make up my own music.
1: So, what, what drew you to Emo? And I'm assuming you're still was it super the into this because this I was your suggestion. This was you saying, I didn't do well the first time. I think that I will get all the drive through if you make a drive through episode so. I did
0: not say that because you specifically make this difficult so that I will lose. <laughs> but I feel like I have a better chance at this genre of music. Because my last one was didn't know they were Christians and.
1: <laughs> you Which did not you
0: have known! You actually did pretty well. Like, I mean, no. You got, no. You know,
1: no. You got, no. You got no. Yeah, for, one point. That is a lie. You
0: got one full point for the song and the artist, and there was another one that you got the artist, but not the name, and there was another one that you were very close on. Yes. I knew the so. songs, just, I'm really bad at titles and bands so. and obviously you don't have that great of a memory for uh gray's anatomy that's true <laughs> it's true i mean you love it there's though. 20 fucking seasons <laughs> okay and that song plays every <laughs> other episode basically
1: this episode will make a lot more sense once we once we re-record it with somebody else <laughs>
0: <laughs> basically matthew mcconnell all are... right Alright, right. <laughs>
1: all alright, alright. Song number one.
0: Something corporate. If you see Jordan. No? Yes? Goddamn! I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure. Is this pre my chemical romance? Yes. By, a, I, by I'm, a lot. Okay, I'm just. Wondering
1: I, yes. yeah. I'm confusing my waves, I think, because I'm calling this second wave. Um,
0: I mean, it's three wave if you want to talk about like
1: right spring. I thought and that like, was first wave.
0: Is it? I, I mean, thought the
1: Race of spring, like. But then, uh, like uh, embrace, that was first wave. Second way be like, being early like this. No, 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 like that was like. Oh, late,
0: where does Jawbreaker live then and First wave we, But and then there was. There's also like hot water music considered emo. That's like here. Yeah. And then like something but perfect hot, like here. Hot
1: water music is also like early two thousands. Like.
0: Like they're they're mid nineties, late two early two thousands, I think. No fuck you. Yeah, it is if you see Jordan. Yep. No something fuck fun. you. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, I... the, because the chorus is "fuck you, Jordan." Yeah.
1: Fuck you, yeah. Jordan. Um. Fuck you. I did Jordan. see something
0: corporate live when Ooh. Andrew lit his entire piano on fire while he was playing, and it was kind of the greatest moment.
1: What a wow. badass. So when when was this?
0: Take, it was in high school. Taking the whole two thousand five instruments okay. to a new level. Because I'm old.
1: <laughs> no, I, I had the opportunity to see Something Corporate live. Uh, they were playing with... It was Good Charlotte, Sum 41, and Something Corporate. And I had tickets to the show... But I was coming back from a vacation, and the flight got delayed. That's and an excuse. So, so I missed it. That's and, oh, I, and that's three bands I never got to see live. I think Hot Rod Circuit was also at that show, which really pissed me off, because I was super into that band at the time.
0: Yeah, Something Corporate's really good live.
1: <sighs> that's too bad, because they are definitely broken up.
0: Also, Andrew McMahon had to, like, fight cancer and stuff. So. What
1: was his follow-up band um jack's Jack's mannequin
0: mannequin.
1: that was not as good
0: there's something about blue in the title that's really good but yeah otherwise they don't really have anything
1: so that was (laughs) something corporate with if you see jordan from their 2001 debut ep audio boxer and also appearing on their debut full length leaving through the window the version i played is from the ep Because we're looking at drive through and I think Leaving Through the Window was a major label release. Uh, If UC Jordan was a mild radio hit, peaking at 29 on the U.S. Alternative Rock charts, and might be best remembered these days for the music video starring that guy who played the Shermanator in the American Pie movies. Really? Yes, check that out. (laughs) Something Corporate went on hiatus shortly after releasing their second album, and have never fully reunited outside of a couple of one-off shows over the years. This, however, didn't prevent them from releasing a Greatest Hits album in 2010.
0: How many albums do they release? Two. Two? <laughs> and it was... Well, I mean, I guess I can't knock too much. Two know?
1: albums plus an EP and that... Was enough for our greatest hits album.
0: If you want like a really good cry, they have a song called Constantine. It's like ten minutes of just feeling sorry for yourself. That was
1: that was (laughs) off of uh, Leaving Through the Window, I think. Yeah, just letting you know. (laughs) I also thought the astronaut made me have a lot of feels.
0: Mm, That's all right. (laughs) Hard critique over here.
1: Song number two.
0: glory Like, that's that's all like, this band is. Well, like,
1: that's yeah, all, all I, these bands are. Yeah, but this stories. one especially. The thing with Newfound Glory is I, I liked uh, their first three. And then at a certain point, it was like, you're doing the same thing over mm-hmm. and over. Uh, uh, Sticks and Stones was like, yeah, the epitome. Like, you've done it. You've hit the majors. You've done this sound over and over to a point where people are listening to it. And then you should just break up. Or die. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> if that's your if that's your lot in life, I do love or, or, an or, nirvana. Artistic, or an artistic choice, quite frankly. I do love that James from the Get Up Kids just kind of like <laughs> made himself a part of Newfound Glory. He just like made like I'm now a band member. Because we were touring together, and now I'm just going to do all the synths and keyboards for your band. Yeah, because you sucked, and I'm making you better. I don't think they had anyone. I think he's but just like, synths your needed- sound, that's just it. Your your sound would be better with synth. <laughs> well, so, so I'm okay, going to be If you're here.
1: talking on uh, Something Corporate Sounding Good live. Newfound Glory does, does not, not sound good live. No. They needed a synth to yes. fill out their sound a lot because yes. his voice doesn't sound the same live either. There is very much something they're doing in the studio to. You thought like, it sounded it whiny
0: up. on properly, re- re- properly recorded. recorded things. It's very whiny Yeah,
1: live. and I, I only found that out when I was watching. Uh, there was this video on MTV where. It was, they told a crowd of people they were going to come to do a music video for something co- or, sorry, for Newfound Found Glory's second single, uh, which was the first track off of Sticks and Stones. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, uh, Don't try. So, I'm no, not no, good no, at song titles. I'm title sick of party. smiling, and so it's my job. But anyway, they were, they, were, <laughs> they told... <laughs> The crowd that they were there to record a music video for that song. And then it turned out to be a music festival, like a secret music festival that was being recorded for MTV with like, uh, like they did a dropping the curtain behind the stage and then it was like Tony Hawk on a half pipe the entire set too. (laughs) And, uh, so it was them performing actually live and and I saw them and I was like, wow, this guy sucks at singing because he's just so terrible without the extra studio, whatever they're doing to pump up his voice.
0: This is actually, like, another thing that is some, semi-related. I was actually, I'd been on a re-listen of The Hold Study, specifically Boys and Girls in America, which is, like, one of their few albums, like, I can only listen to a couple of their albums, but part of that that I recognized, mentioning really. mentioning the dude that added synth, is that uh Franz Nikolai Jeez. playing keyboard in the Hold Steady. It fills up the sound. It fills out it amazingly and he's like inc- so incredibly talented that like it's not just like I'm making noise for noise sake. I'm like adding a bunch of musical content on top of it. And like they're they're better with him. So, uh.
1: yeah, something to say. Yep. So, did you say that you did see them live?
0: I have seen New Found Glory live. Yes.
1: And what was what was that concert experience like? Who well, were they playing with?
0: It was that warp tour, so it wasn't good. Okay. It was like a hundred degrees outside and gross. Thirty um, minute set. Yes, I've seen them a couple times with other bands, but nothing's like super notable. Like they didn't set anything on fire. It wasn't cool. <laughs> So there's Up that. Your game Newfound glory.
1: <laughs> it Ruin does. your equipment. You're
0: only known for having a local band add in <laughs> his membership. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yes, that was that's two for two. Newfound Glory and hit or Miss from their 2000 self-titled major label debut album. The song hit number 15 on the Billboard Modern rock charts. It was later featured in American Pie Two. The band reached mainstream notoriety after the release of their third album, Sticks and Stones, and have never fully disappeared since then. Uh, even though I kind of wish they would, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. People they People they really have, love them. They're up to like their tenth album, and they sell. Well, like, this is still a, like, $50 ticket to go see New Found Glory with, they, without other bands packing the... I th- the, the
0: think they also kind of switched genres <laughs> and became more, like, hardcore-esque. Oh, really? Lately.
1: I have not listened to a New Found Glory album since I was also, 13 and bought Sticks and Stones, so...
0: I don't know about that critique, if they're hardcore. I don't believe Well, it. Well, <laughs> that's why I said hardcore-esque, because, I mean... You heard a song. version yeah. of hardcore. Honestly, I think that Ryan here missed his calling because uh, he could have easily led a whiny emo band. There you go.
1: Oh, I led several whiny emo bands, <laughs> they just weren't popular. Not necessarily
0: a great podcast host, but could have made it big on the emo front.
1: I tried so hard.
0: You were from California, you had everything given to you. <laughs> Dude, I thought the best emo bands came from the Midwest. No, no, no. No? No. no, no.
1: no. The, I know nothing. The so. most REM-influenced emo bands came from the Midwest.
0: We have Ohio for Hawthorne Heights. It better not be. Kansas no. City
1: for Get Up Kids.
0: Yeah, but they're, like, under. They're not, like, really on the radar, I feel. That's oh, why they can people keep... People loved
1: them in California. But
0: that's why they can keep doing reunion shows is because no one really knows what they're doing.
1: Still. Well, I mean, in comparison to, like, who, though? I mean...
0: I mean, really, what else does the Midwest have? We have fucking story the of the Promise year. Ring. <laughs> From St. Louis. I mean, in comparison with these bands that are mentioned, I feel like those are... Uh, but they all have, like, cool places uh, to go yeah. and write music. What do we fucking have? <laughs> you, you, cool places to write music? I mean, there's a bunch of open space. We have sadness mm. because
1: everyone here tried to marry their high school girlfriend.
0: You're yeah. not wrong. Sadness. <laughs> I don't think that's a coastal thing i think that's just overall no we're talking about midwest i think that's overall (laughs) i don't think that's just midwest i think that's just everyone making poor decisions
1: (laughs) well i don't know where this next band's from before going on to song number three
0: (laughs) dashboard
1: dashboard
0: what confessional yeah clarify hi if you don't know what dashboard means then you probably should not be listening (laughs) to this
1: you are not our target audience
0: (laughs) um i think it's just called screaming infidelities but now that's, I'm That's wasn't. definitely what it's called. Okay. Yep. okay. I feel like you made this too easy. She's three out of three now. I'm oh just God. really good at this genre.
1: Yeah. Like I said up top, she picked the themes. That's
0: <laughs> I wasn't terrible at didn't know they were Christian, though. You weren't.
1: You were terrible at
0: I wasn't that terrible. I actually kind of knew well, what was, was happening. I don't get why you're like hyping this up. Do you really want to know these bands? <laughs> I do. <laughs> you don't? No. You don't have these bands and these songs ingrained in your memory? I don't want them to be. Well, I mean, I don't want a lot of things ingrained in my memory, but it's fucking stuck there. <laughs> I would not necessarily be proud of <laughs> knowing a lot of the things. <laughs> on the didn't know that they were Christian. I just knew the bands. You didn't know the bands. Or the voices. Not even the bands. I wish this was like hands down or something like a little more. I have a lot of bad memories attached hands to this down, song. Thank hands you very down much. That you're just resur- re- resurfacing all this old trauma. So tell us about your trauma. <laughs> that was a perfect segue. When I was in high school, I was listening to this band and got stood up at a chain link fence. You were supposed that to meet up. That didn't happen. You were supposed to meet up with a dude at a chain link fence and <laughs> he didn't show up. Basically. It was high school though, so like maybe he was like grounded or something. Maybe he fell asleep because he had a test.
1: Maybe he took a Polaroid picture of you from afar and has no. been keeping it for forever. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh but that's Ew. cute. It's emo. No. <laughs> that's not emo. Pining? That's stalking. That's not emo. I mean, there there is a fine line. <laughs> it's not that fine. I feel like a lot of emo songs are like, e- With you, I mean that's the majority of all of these bands.
1: Yeah, Chris Carrabba definitely had some issues at some point in his life.
0: Remember when he was in Further Seems Forever? No, (laughs) he was. I've never even heard of that. That is the most quintessential emo name I've ever heard, though. I mean, good for them. And then he did Dashboard Confessional,
1: probably the most successful of tonight's songs. At least as far as Ready to Play success goes, that was Dashboard Confessional with "Screaming Infidelities," a song that I misspelled every single time I tried to write this script. "Screaming Infidelities" was everywhere when I was a kid; you could not escape this song. I don't think it was really until another Sad Sack, when the acoustic guitar did "Hey There, Delilah," Ugh. that it finally disappeared. Ugh. <laughs>
0: God, plain white tees, fuck off. <laughs>
1: Technically the song didn't really take off until it was included on Dashboard Confessional's second album, The Places We Have Come to Fear the Most. And that was a Vagrant release, but since it also appears on Swiss Army Romance and that was a Drive-Thru release, I have included it on this quiz. And I'm also realizing that there's a trend going because every song list so far is a song that has appeared on multiple albums because they just needed to like they're like this Fill will be space. this will be a hit. Somewhere. Somewhere. Someone's gonna If we gonna keep catch putting it. this song out, someone will listen to it, and they're we're kinda right.
0: No. Yep. Who knew?
1: Song number four. I think it's finch.
0: Oh it's like Poppy Finch. What what it is to burn? <laughs> I don't like that I know these. <laughs> I know these very quick. <laughs> Who is the celloist? Do you have that information? I don't, it's probably electric. I don't think
1: that was a real cello. I yeah,
0: <laughs> it's probably electric. I, think that was a I also either. saw this band live. Oh. They are fun live. And they do sound like pretty good.
1: You figure that out real quick. We have a lot of space to fill talking about this song before we get to the chorus. I had a
0: real big crush on Nate, the lead singer, for a long time.
1: So you're into that hair-in-front-of-the-eyes look.
0: Kind of. I mean, I mean, it airs on the side of mystery. <laughs> also, it's why and I don't wet. cut my child's hair. Just keep that in front of your face. Just cover it up all the time. That's a really good album,
1: though. Okay. I'm going to say straight up, I loved this song. I did, too. I was super into the song the first time I heard it on One Tree Hill. And (laughs) (laughs) I had to find it on some, uh, probably Alta Vista. I think I listened to this song after I downloaded it off of Kazaa like every day for a month.
0: It's a good album.
1: Well, this particular version is actually the demo. From the drive through records, Welcome to the Family. That's
0: oh, why it's all jazzy and poppy. It's, or the, movie.
1: It's, it's the better version. The the re-recording. So they the did. cello wasn't there. No. Uh, the re-recorded <laughs> version they do nope. for their What It Is to Burn album is much straightforward. And yeah, that's the one that releases a single. But the demo for the compilation, Welcome to the Family, spe- specifically that was drive through records artists trying to introduce them much better.
0: Sarah, did you ever see Finch live and did they burn the cello on stage? <laughs> they did not burn anything on stage, which I was very let down with the song, What It Is to Burn. You should have something burning. But no. <laughs> they there should good always life. be pyrotechnics. Well, there was that one concert that a bunch of people died. Oh, what are you talking about? Talking there about was. That is Great White. Wait, okay.
1: <laughs> That had the pyrotechnics go off in yes. an unfortunate way that killed several people. Yes,
0: when was that? Two
1: thousand nine,
0: something. Mm, do not Yeah. Okay, it's one year, guys. <laughs> before I graduated in two thousand five, so sometime before then. So not two thousand eight then, maybe. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I remember <laughs> it happening. I don't remember what it was. <laughs>
0: I remembered a bunch of, bunch of people died and you couldn't light stuff on fire anymore.
1: Especially not in small clubs intended for about 75 people.
0: Oh my Ooh. gosh. Why do they have things inside? with?
1: Oh, right? No, no, it was like right. Very... It was you like the was riot cool room. <laughs> when they
0: lit a fucking piano on fire. That sounds awesome in an enclosed space, but... Now yeah, you're like, going to be judgy? Well, no, I no, I, I it's, didn't think it was cool. I thought that was ridiculous, but I mean, I'm saying <laughs> what like what were they thinking having like actual pyrotechnics? Like It's the pyrotechnics that were the in problem. A 75 uh, person club. Not, I, I mean, it, it when was, I saw something corporate, it was at the old Beaumont Club that was around the same. And they had things shooting out.
1: Not shooting out. No, he just
0: like poured a bunch of booze on his piano and lit it. I mean, there is there is
1: a uh, like a specific type of like accelerant that you can pour on your instruments to light them on fire. I saw a band at Riot Room. Uh, not, is it, is so, not like... too long ago. Like, they had special, like, extra, uh, little condiment dispensers, but they were full of, like, stuff they poured on their instruments and lit them on fire. All and what imagining... i the band I saw was not popular at all. It was just this, like, uh, southern, uh, tiki-style, like, punk band. But they lit all Maybe of their it was drum set on fire.
0: I'm uh, picturing uh, like, like that, the little sterno's like that. that you light for like a catering event. Yeah. And you're just...
1: But love... they they lit the his <laughs> like that guy lit his guitar on fire and lit the entire drum set on fire. And then like walked around the crowd. It was obviously very. <laughs> I love that Ryan. I'm gonna say very obviously very safe, but it probably wasn't, wasn't that safe. safe. It was safe enough it that none of died.
0: I love that Ryan just invented his own product, like I mean, sex wax for surfboards, <laughs> but like. I feel but you light it on specifically fire, specifically to light your instrument on fire. So niche.
1: There's no way that guys were rub it on to, and then <laughs> just light it to, to like uh, like destroy the instruments because they had no money. Like they were all living outside of that van. So either way, <laughs> what is the burn peaked at number 15 on the U.S. alternative rock charts, making it the highest charting song from today's quiz. On their second album, Finch returned to a more traditional post-hardcore sound that they had originally done prior to incorporating a, uh, the emo noise. This alienated fans and led to the first of three official breakups. Currently, Finch is still not a band.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they like their fans got upset by the fact yeah, that they their, like, started cutting their hair differently?
1: Well, their second album was more of like a rights to spring... It was more of a refused album than a emo album. So and more
0: of like a hardcore metalcore leading
1: yeah, like into exactly. metalcore sound. And so when they gave up the, we're talking about how lonely we are because of girls and being whiny and traded that for screaming all the songs,
0: and all, all of like their
1: 14 year old girls fans left them. Oh no. And so they just kind of had to keep breaking up getting back together breaking up
0: that doesn't work
1: it's not been successful for them
0: no i mean reunions are all the rage right now we'll see maybe riot fest will pick up finch i
1: I wouldn't put it past them the the way that this lineup this year is looking
0: yeah quarantine lineup of riot fest is looking not promising
1: I mean, I'm excited. Cause...
0: I was gonna say all of these people that are just like hungry for a reason to play music. I know that there's a bunch of bands that are hungry, but like, I mean, if you're a fucking ethical person, like, I'm sure that a bunch of bands are like, I don't want to sign up for this quite yet. Like, I think that there we needs to be an Hansen. all clear. We, we just
1: <gasps> we just finished an episode oh, no. where we talked about Hanson and. The thing about it is that uh, Hanson has not stopped any of their live shows since they the quarantine and started.
0: And they're I like mean... They're like fucking full-on conspiracy theory, like Republican creeps. That doesn't surprise me. I was shocked. Really? I don't know why. I guess it's because, I don't know, I know that they're from Oklahoma, but like... <laughs> <laughs> they were all blonde and looked like they were, like, kind of beachy and, like, with their baggy shirts and, like, cargo pants. It's the pants. beachiness. The, 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 the blondness whole, could
1: just be Aryanness. It
0: was a whole family of, like, oh, yeah, there were probably Mormons. Just do you know. something to uh, make I, us money. I, I,
1: evangelicals.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> not that far off.
1: Okay. I a lot of weird editing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> song number five and last song of tonight's quiz maybe the one I might stump you on it's a little bit deeper track than the other ones is this
0: the movie life?
1: Ryan, Ryan
0: gives wow. me crap for giving away information on this quiz, and he's like nodding yes or no. Because uh, I had weird feelings about Vinny from the movie Life as well. <laughs> Do you have your own sexual awakening to the movie Life? I wish, man. <laughs> he, he lived in New York. He was too far away. Um, I'm not going to know the title for this song. No, Jamestown.
1: Yeah, god damn it, you are five for five. I Never told happens. you
0: this is my fucking genre.
1: I even tried to put into my script something to say about stumping you and no, it didn't happen.
0: Nope. Unapologetic. <laughs> this is my genre. It's gross the movie and movie Life in
1: Jamestown. Far and away the least successful song of tonight's quiz but still the most successful for this band from their 2003 album, 40-Hour Train Back to Penn. The movie life officially broke up about seven months after releasing the album for unspecified reasons. They reunited in 2016, and Wikipedia has this weird note about how, quote, all promotional material posted on their Twitter following the 2016 presidential election only features three of the original members, implying that the other two chose not to rejoin the band. I don't know what that means was as far say, as their reunion. Like, what the 2016 election has to do with, well, like,
0: what band does, I mean, members political not, views. So,
1: like, two band members were like, I'm really going to Trump and the three are like, get the fuck out of this band.
0: That happened from well, what yeah. I heard about the hot goss about Paramore. They've had yeah. to basically be like, these members are not valid for what we believe in. But I like, don't follow Paramore. I just, like, randomly Hallie's stumbled upon that, this. Like, she's not that great of a lead um, <laughs> lady. You right? have an no opinion. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> so, all she does is talk about doing, like, online therapy now. That's all I know about her. Oh. Her sponsored ads for online therapy. Dude, people love Hayley Williams. <laughs> yes, Haley, not Hallie. They love Hayley Williams.
1: So, do you think it was because three members supported Hillary Clinton, or because two members supported Hillary Clinton?
0: That's what I'm curious. What's what's the dynamic? Who's not agreeing? If you had
1: to make a guess,
0: do you remember all of the band members oh, of the movie of Life? Of course not. I just remember Vinny.
1: So, your childhood <laughs> Vinny... sex obsession. What do you think he voted for in 2016?
0: I honestly don't know. Me at like 15 probably thought liberal, but who knows? The uh, I mean, I don't,
1: I, I'm just I have no idea a, uh, what was his room.
0: haircut because at this point it yeah. was shaved on the side and up on the top.
1: <laughs> I have a picture of movie life ready to go, so we'll just look at him now.
0: I don't know if I want to see what he looks like now, I'm gonna feel bad about myself.
1: <laughs> uh, he looks like this.
0: Yep. Feel bad about myself. <laughs> Which one? The left or the right?
1: I who <laughs> <laughs> Hold on,
0: let I me mean, see. It's, it's let basically basically let the, me see. The one see on the right isn't terrible. One. That's Vinny. That's He Vinny. looks fine.
1: Uh, he looks a little bit like a child molester. He oh. was
0: also um I think he did some stuff with the dude from Glassjaw. Uh,
1: uh Starts with I, a D. I said it like I was gonna know the name, and then I immediately lost it. Daryl, Damon, Daryl,
0: Diamond Daryl, something like that. Also dead. (laughs) 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 Shot in the head. Wait, (laughs) who? What? What What do you mean? What? From (laughs) Motorhead? Wait, what? Who is the Diamond Daryl?
1: Diamond Daryl was murdered on stage by a crazed fan.
0: I think that's the wrong name. That's no. Di- that's, dime oh, God, dime. That's, di- that's Dime Back. Dime. That's Dime Back Daryl.
1: Yeah, Daryl Dime Back Daryl.
0: <laughs> it's not Diamond <laughs> And that, that wasn't Motorhead. I forgot what like what band that was. Pantera. Oh, Pantera, right.
1: Was his name not Daryl Dime Back Daryl? I <laughs> don't think so. Diamond D- Dime Back Daryl
0: a diamond. Yeah, I know. The lead singer of Head Automatic. I, I love that this is a music podcast. <laughs> I love that this is a music podcast, and all of us are like, "Who was in what?" Like, I just confused Pantera with Motorhead. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm so confused. <laughs> well, well oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Actually, I have a really funny okay, tale. Um, my sister, my half-sister, when Dimeback (laughs) Daryl oh my god, I feel so bad for laughing at this, but, like, she, like, was very upset and was over at her house to have dinner, and she was, like, we all need to do a shot for Dimeback, and she said that she had, like, a, something that you pray to, an altar, like, made for him, like, she was very upset, which, I mean, Pantera fans, if you're listening, I feel for you, but also that's a bit what? extreme. Oh, what are
1: you doing on this podcast, Bintera Terra <laughs> <laughs> There's that. There is. That. Uh, we. Actually, I mean, that was a massive. I mean, that was a mass shooting. Uh, like seven people died that day, or something. We actually uh,
0: um, had an opportunity. Speaking of like <laughs> our. Um,
1: what
0: is yeah. happening? <laughs> speaking of. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, like, out my, uh, confusion with, like, which band Dimeback Daryl was in, but, uh, with Motorhead, not Head of uh, and not Glass her. Jaw. Ryan Not even I, on drive through Ryan and I uh, went to Riot Fest in Denver, and we had a chance to see Motorhead, and at the last second they canceled because Lenny was sick, and then a couple days later he died. That yep, We had the opportunity to see his last sucks. show.
1: That was really disappointing. Uh, that day, Rancid was doing... Uh, and Out Comes the Wolves as a 20th anniversary or 25th anniversary. Yes. And uh, they stopped mid-show when they found out that, like...
0: No, he, he didn't die, like, that day. No, no, but... but the, like, what, they canceled. When they
1: found out that he... Q was supposed to play the same time as them. So when they found out mid-set that he had canceled the set because he was sick. And, like, Lemmy does not cancel gigs. Like, they... It was kind of, like... Unknown thing like this is not a good sign for Lemmy. They uh, did some Motorhead. There was just a moment of silence. I think pray for Lemmy kind of thing. I can't remember what they did.
0: They did something. I don't think it was praying. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: they didn't play Ace of Spades, and that's the only Motorhead song that
0: they might heard. have done that on a on like a <laughs> uh, encore, yeah. a tribute.
1: It's Daryl Palumbo.
0: Daryl that
1: we were looking to find there you go so you are five (laughs) for five the only person to ever gotten more than two points in this quiz Woo! and this
0: was also curated for you hey 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 (laughs) Hey! (laughs) i got them all right i'm excited to have you back and have you fail because we will do it well the thing
1: about the (laughs) i like to throw a bonus round in and the thing about this bonus round is that i couldn't pick enough songs for the original trucks. We're just going to keep playing this game and go on to bonus round song number 1.
0: Alistair? place Somewhere down in Fullerton, Somewhere down in Fullerton. Oh, damn it. Somewhere down in Fullerton. <laughs> Because I wanted to name my child Alistair for a long time <laughs> because of this band. Not because of Alistair Crowley? I don't know who that is. <laughs> so no. <laughs> nope.
1: <laughs> Alistair was one of the first bands assigned to Drive Through Records. And while not the most successful of the that the label produced, not necessarily the least successful either. A solid middle. <laughs> solid middle. <laughs> Alistair formed in 1994 when, like many of the bands on Drive Through Records, they were still in high school. The band released their second album, Last Stop Suburbia, in 2002, which included the fan favorite Somewhere on Fullerton. Woo!
0: Is there another bonus or no?
1: Yep, we're just gonna keep
0: going. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> this sounds familiar to me. I was gonna say, is this Newfound Glory again?
1: Nope, we're not repeating mains.
0: Midtown. Another one! Gabe! huge crush on, was also in Gossip Girl! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Did you get the songs? I don't know the song title. Everything You Hated, maybe?
1: It's become what you hate, uh, but it, yep, yeah, it's Midtown. <laughs> I'm I pretty sure I heard the song first. What?
0: <laughs> she was about to tell a story, but I think it should probably stay hush. No, no, no. He it, On Gossip Girl, he was definitely the coke hookup for um, the lead chick when she's on a train and she's all...
1: Oh, the dude from Midtown? Oh,
0: Serena? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I watched Gossip Girl. He's, he's the, the gross dude sitting on the train that tries to feel her up and mm, give her coke. I don't remember him feeling her up. But maybe. Does not surprise me. Sleazy motherfucker. He's also in Cobra Starship. Huh. <laughs> That's more information A lot, of, a lot of
1: information about Midtown that I didn't know. Uh, After
0: Googling them.
1: And <laughs> listening to them for most of my life. Their song, Give It Up, has four times as many as listens on Spotify, but I thought Become What You Hate was the better song. That's why I included
0: it. I like Direction. That's my favorite, oh. personally.
1: Yeah, I do like Direction. That's off the same album. Yes. Um,
0: Saw them live, too, with The Movie Life.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Who else was there?
0: It was The Movie Life, Midtown, and My Chemical Romance.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. At El Torion, which is. I mean, now there's always one church. bigger band behind uh, <laughs> all of these bands. Oh, movie or
0: My Chemical Romance was opening for them. I think Senses really? Fail might have been there too.
1: Ooh, Senses. I did want to include Senses Fail, but, like, they did not. Another lead singer.
0: Buddy <laughs> is very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> you were a fangirl, Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Apparently, only lead singers. That was it. There's a so, the talent.
1: Well, I mean not really. minimally. Not
0: really. <laughs> in not of, at all. Most of the time.
1: One of my favorite reviews I've ever read comes from a review from this album in which the critic writes, Midtown's saccharine melodies and vocal harmonies could cause the listener to be quite ill. That's fair.
0: That's a fair assumption. Also, Gabe's kind of a dick in real life. <laughs> Just from, oh. Well, I feel like you now have a story. No, just, you know, stupid high school shows and staying to meet the band afterwards. Oh, and just kind of douchey to fans. Yes. Good Charlotte was not. Good Charlotte was always the sweetest. Aw, so thankful.
1: So you're more of a Benji or a Joel. Joel?
0: Probably a Benji, but also... I was a Benji as well. They're like, original drummer Aaron... I was a Benji. Who went on to do Waldorf, or not Waldorf, Um Wakefield. He was also a sweetheart.
1: Oh. Last song of tonight's bonus That's round. Another yeah. one? Let's see if I can get them all. Tell me what you thought about when you were gone and so alone.
0: The starting line. <laughs> you can have the best of me.
1: We got older, but we're still young. We never grew out of this feeling I don't
0: know the title But it is the starting line I know that before the chorus. There was this dude that I went to college with who was trying so hard to be like an acoustic artist and like make his name and every time that he played we would request this song and just fucking hated us! (laughs) It was his free word? Gabe Docky, I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Coattail Effect will never be a thing Because all you did was starting line covers For a bunch of drunk people in Warrensburg, Missouri Set
1: so. so our music down And we whisper God, do it right now Tell about when you were young and so loud, First is over You can have the best of me
0: you got the best of me. Probably, yeah. Best of me. Best of me. It's the starting line.
1: You are eight for eight tonight. Woo! What Yeah! That was the starting line, the best of me from their 2002 debut album, Say It Like You Mean It. I never listened to this band. I never got into them. I knew the album cover. The
0: chick sitting on the couch.
1: The chick sitting on the couch. I don't know why I never listened to them.
0: Lead singer, I do know him. So he was obviously not as sexy. I didn't like this one because he was a blonde and he had a lot of hair. He had a lot of hair, he did. That's upsetting to you, yes. So you like a mildly balding man. Um, I like a dude who can know when to cut his hair. Was it like, a, what What was his, like... It was a, long. It was long. It was long. It was long. Okay. Oh, what is his name? It's gonna bother me
1: now. I like a dude who knows when to cut his hair.
0: I'm not saying names, but just know when to cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's grooming. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Vinny. That was the movie life. What the fuck is his name? Hot takes from Sarah May. God. Well, we don't have that information. I don't have my phone to Google it. What is his name? It's going to bother me now. We're Googling, guys. <laughs> There's an owl outside. I can hear it. <laughs> Do you remember a couple years ago when there were owls, like, attacking people in the park? Yes! <laughs> They're vicious, man. Blue Jays, too. <laughs> They'll get you.
1: Kenny Vessel. Kenny!
0: God fucking damn it, Kenny! <laughs> <laughs> Look at his hair Look at his hair It is way too long <laughs> It's way too long It's fine Okay that's like the beginning It got real long Nicky. <laughs> And then he was sweating Cause I saw him live too Or them live And he got very sweaty And it was sticking to a, his face He is a white man That is on the verge of dreads Like with his curls
1: my, um, in
0: the picture that we just saw.
1: I, if anything, I'm going to say Sean Penn's cousin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sean Penn's cousin. Also, look up the Academy is, because that lead singer is another one with very long hair that it was like, not Too much, your taste. sir. Not your taste. Also, drive through B.
1: Well, I want to thank our guest, <laughs> Sarah Mae, for being on the show tonight.
0: If <laughs> you're winning. If you want to get in contact with her. Uh, and you're a lead singer of an Only if you're a lead singer, please.
1: No basis.
0: <laughs> fuck you, drummers. No. You have too much going. That stuff going on. No, thank you. Also, if your hair is too long, fuck off. Know how to get a haircut. Just cut. know when to get your hair cut. Yeah.
1: But I will forward you any information about <laughs> the I have. If you email torturejames at gmail.com.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs>
1: this Subscribe is my and tell your nap. friends. Have a good night.
0: <laughs> Bye, guys.